Welcome to the Career Blueprint, where we step into endless actionable career advice and insights. With your host Sandra, tune in and empower the growth of your professional journey. Welcome to another episode of the Career Blueprint. In today's episode, we have again the amazing Chikomo Shalin, and we're going to be covering leadership and education. Uh, but before we dive into it, I know you're familiar with him, but I would like him to introduce himself one more time, just in case someone is tuning in for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> I think people are tired of hearing me introducing myself. Yeah. Um, my name is Shalin Present Chikomo from uh, Zimbabwe, and um, a founder of the Juice Leadership in initiative um and i'm very happy to be talking about leadership and education because that's what just leadership initiative is all about yeah. so um i know you're a man of many hearts we like how humble you are you just said a few things <laughs> <laughs> so um yes i'll dive into it so the very first question um is i have seen you so much invested into education and leadership so what's the connection between the two um actually i think it's two sides of the same coin um i always tell people that when we say education it's not going to school mm. you know many people the moment you mention education they're already saying primary secondary and tertiary <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but when we say education it it, it comes from two latin words uh, the word education comes from two latin words it's educere and educare oh. uh, educere means to bring out the inner diamonds of a person mm-hmm. educare means to mold them so an educated person is not one who has gone to school mm-hmm. an educated person is one who has been educated and educated mm-hmm. uh, educated we mean your potential has been unleashed mm-hmm. and educated we mean your potential has been molded mm-hmm. so let me repeat this being educated is not going to school being educated is your potential being unleashed and your potential being molded right. now let's go to the side of leadership leadership is leadership within before it is leadership outside actually leading others is the graduation from the ability to lead yourself so in leadership we say discover yourself first then go on to lead other people so you can already see the connection there in other words education is the facilitation in bringing out the leadership of a person that is within and actually molding it so you can see that we can't talk about leadership if we are not talking about education True. because leadership is like a baby inside the womb mm. and education is like that nurse in the hospital delivering the baby out that is why i just want to say this to all students today that i know you go to school and i know you go to probably the best private school in the country i know probably you go to a public school which they consider probably not the best but let me tell you the real education is not in an institution the real education is in discovering yourself, developing yourself, and deploying your potentials. The real leadership is not the one you cry for. The real leadership is within you. Some of you, has not all of us has, have something within us. When we take it out, we become the best leaders. That's the connection between leadership and education. Awesome. That is, that is very insightful. Uh, my next question is, what kind of an education does one need to become a leader? Yeah. So, when it comes to education, there are two kinds of education that I just want to to, to talk about. There's what we call major-driven education, and there's what we call mission-driven education. If you ever go, if you go to a major-driven school, the first thing that you do when you arrive is to pick a program called a major. In America, they even have a major and a minor. So,
so you pick something called a major for example some people will pick law some people will pick medicine some people pick journalism uh, in rwanda most of them pick accounting i don't know why every student <laughs> i've been meeting is doing something to do with money and when you ask them they tell you how to make a lot of money mm -hmm. you pick a program right. and then you get something called a curriculum that you are supposed to study and you get something called the syllabus which shows you this week we're going to do this this week until you finish and then you graduate rarely in such schools do they care about your dreams what they care about is the completion of the syllabus so in other words you are treated as an empty bucket that needs to be filled not as a fire that needs to be ignited so you go there to in accounting to learn because you don't know they have limited time to discover what you have that is why you see in such schools it is very rare to get leaders because i said leadership is within there you get a lot of employees and a lot of followers because they are used to be given orders of what to do what to learn and they are always filled every day their potential is not unleashed but in a mission driven school the first thing that you go there to do is they ask you what kind of problems do you want to solve in your community and then they give you a course as a way to help you achieve that thing you want to achieve yeah. or they can say to you what is your mission in life some will say my mission is in gender my mission is in economics my mission is in governance uh, for example i when i was in university i say my mission is to bridge the gap between school and communities and i was given a course in global challenges but also education as an elective to make sure that i get more knowledge of what i want to solve and actually at the end of the day you end up with just leadership initiative so the kind of education leaders or leaders aspirants need is mission driven the ability to go to a school that looks into what is your dream and then number one but also the focus should be on skill development not just the accumulation of certificate so there is a mission that you stand for in life focus is not on the certificate focusing is on the skill and then number three there is what we call a, a instead of just um a, a, the lecture student learning whereby the lecture is a full beaker who knows everything and then you are the empty that is pouring into you need two things facilitated learning and um, what we call peer-to-peer -peer learning whereby in class amongst the people that you are with you actually have an opportunity to learn from each other and contribute and th there's no man in front the lecturer has to decrease to become a facilitator why because the moment we look at the professor is the one who knows everything it's a declaration of saying we are empty and we are dependent so Let's focus on missions, let's focus on skills, right. let's focus on peer learning, let's focus on discussions with them, our peers, where our, our ideas actually matter. But also, a leader student has to see the school as a, let me speak some good English there, as a, as a, as a, as a microcosm of the macrocosm. In, in other words, what we are saying is, unless you see your school as a community, you might actually become the most failed person. Today, when you go to school, you hear students saying, what are you going to do when you graduate? How about we stop seeing our schools as schools and we start seeing them as communities by actually saying, these are not my classmates. They are my fellow leaders in transforming the African continent. Um, President Kagame of this country was once at a school called Indare in Uganda. And imagine if the teachers and the people who were in that class knew they were learning 
with the president in the same class. Nelson Mandela of South Africa and Robert Mugabe, they were one students at the University of Fort Hare and they studied there together. Imagine if the teachers and the students there knew they had two presidents within the same class. Any big person you want was once a student. So just knowing that your husband, your wife, the next president of your country, soldiers of your country, police, they are not in heaven. They are actually in the same class. What does that mean? Don't just learn things. Also learn and connect with people and build relationships that actually matter. Your teachers, stop seeing them as teachers that give you hard assignments. That's why you hate them. Start seeing them as mentors who are helping you to grow. That's why you should not just ask academic questions, but also ask them questions pertaining to life. Then your school, stop seeing it as an isolated island. Start seeing it as just the part of the bigger country you are in. The problems you face in school, they are simply small problems people are facing in the world. So thinking about that and actually building solutions from there, building relationships from there, it's very important even in your transition. Oh, amazing. So what we need to know is that leaders are within yeah. where we are. Mm -hmm. So as a student, you do not wait to meet the president or your next leader in, I don't know, 20 years. Yes. You should, know, you should consider everyone around you as yeah. someone who could become what you think you're looking for. The president was once a, a, a student somewhere. Exactly. Um, and and it's, it's difficult to reach up to people who have arrived because they don't know you. Sure. But it's very easy to join those who are on the journey. When sure. they reach, the, you are the first person they will remember. Sure. That is why you see, when you look at governments, I just want you to study this. You will realize that most of the people who are in government or in big places are people that have grown up with the person who is leading in that particular time or they've done something together. Okay. Uh, and sometimes we look at it like it's favor. It's not favor. People don't lead with people they don't have a relationship with. Build your relationships now. Stop just competing with people. Look at them, you're like, this guy is good in computers. Let me talk to him. Form a relationship. Your phone book has to be full of conducts that in the future you can reach out to. There are people who have studied with me in high school. If they call me at 12 midnight, I'll pick because we share a very deep relationship and that's what that relationship fuels us to do. Agreed, agreed. So, um, my next question is, what are some of practices in school that might hinder students from becoming great leaders in the future um uh, uh, some of the things that might hinder students from becoming great leaders in the future i, I, th I think number one is is, is 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 the mindset about what school is about right you know the moment we view school as an isolated island we start thinking that there are things that we should be doing when well, that we will do when we grow up that's why we say, what do you want to do when you graduate? What do you want to do when you reach there? So I think the first thing that we need is to understand that our schools are just part and parcel of the communities. Or let me even not start there. Let me start about the mentality we have about education. We need to stop seeing education as a way to climb the ladder of becoming better than others. You see, nowadays people study, you find people are studying 30 subjects, you ask them, what are you studying 30 subjects? Because I want to go to this school. Uh, why are you studying science? Because I want to make money, because I want to do this. It's always a way of being better than others. So in other words, education is now a, a door to inequalities, where you feel like you need to be better than a student, maybe in the village. Forgetting that, it's just that you're in a private school, and probably have everything that those in the village don't have, and you feel like you're actually smart. You are not, you're just 
a privilege and exposed student. Now, what we need is to start saying education is actually a tool for social transformation of our societies. So while least a student is in is in is in class, are you thinking about the problems affecting community? So one of the things that hinder students from becoming great leaders is how their viewership of education. They view education as a way of being better than others and they are always competing instead of actually questioning the question how is my education helping me to solve the challenges affecting my community look at all great people that you want is it bill gates is it Zuckerberg? is it Elon musk is it uh, the presidents sure. and everything yeah. they are only where they are because of the human problems that they solved even if those were christians look at jesus that you worship every day yeah. it's because he solved the problem of sin no man could solve yeah. so the problem you solve in a society determines and defines where community is going to place you sure. so let's shift that view of education and then the second thing that stops us from being leaders is we think of leadership as something we will do after graduation started and because of that we reach that place with nothing to offer and we spend the rest of our life studying and continuously yet we could have done it even before and the third thing is how we look out our schools Many people see schools as isolated islands. They go to school for grades instead of the skills. They go to school to, to get jobs after instead of thinking of ways to create the jobs. They study things instead of studying others. And because of that, we don't go far as our dream. We go far as our team. You realize that you are alone and you can't do much if you are not in a good team. Uh, we go to school to get points and we don't have a purpose of life. So you realize a person has all the good points, but no direction and no purpose in life, is confused and is not going to be a great leader. And also, the lack of even understanding the meaning of one's life. It is, these are some of the things that I've seen really affecting people from becoming great leaders. Right. Yeah. No, I agree with you because... Um I always say this about people even choosing who their role model is. You have to see that these people definitely solved a particular challenge. Yeah. So if you want to follow into someone's footsteps to become as a leader as they are, you have to know that it does not just come with you thinking you want to become a leader yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Or you learn that how does a leader work? How does a leader talk? You also learn that... Um, this is, I think, something we also said in our previous episodes, mm -hmm. that action is very important yeah. in terms of you solving a problem for the yeah. community and yeah. that validates you as a leader. Mm -hmm. That makes you trusted and uh, reliable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, this brings me to my third question, which is, um, no, my fourth. How can, how can one prepare themselves for leadership whilst in school? So I ask this question in terms of, uh, this is something I always even tell my younger siblings. I'm like, yeah. when you're in school, there is no qualification that you write and be like, on my resume, I was this and this. Yes, you can write you were a school leader, a prefect in terms of this and this. Mm -hmm. But um, that is not why I encourage them to become leaders at school. I encourage them to become leaders at school because I know it's going to give them the platform to make mistakes those baby mistakes that you cannot make out here in the world yeah. and be interrelated yeah. it's what you need to start doing whilst in school mm -hmm. so um in that case i want you to tell me furthermore about how they can prepare our leaders our aspiring leaders can prepare themselves while still in school yeah 
I think I think I think I think I actually posted on my LinkedIn the other day. Yeah. And I was saying instead of asking our students or our children what do you want to do when you grow up? We should start asking them what problems do you want to solve or asking them what contribution do you want to make to society? Because the history and the present has told us beyond any shadow of doubt that there's no man who has climbed up the ladder of success because of their wish. But it is an accolade uh, given by society based on the societal problems that you have solved. If you, if you come to Rwanda and you say, do you guys know somebody called Frederick? Mm -hmm. I will tell you, we know him mm -hmm. and we love him. Yeah. And if you ask them, why do you love him? You will see that because he fought for our country to bring peace, unity, and to make sure that our country reconciles. They don't tell you because he wanted to be a leader. If, if, if anything, if you ask President Kagame in one of his interviews, he said, I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to fly planes. But community has a way to give a man the greatest honor if he solved the greatest problem of that particular community. Now, my point to those who are preparing themselves while they're in school is, start identifying a human problem that you actually want to solve. I know in high school they give you those badges. Never like them if they are not connected to human problems you are solving. No wonder why some people have their blazer in high school full of badges, but upon graduation, the least, they, the best they can do is to sell phones somewhere in the market. They are no longer who they used to be. Why? Because they had those badges as owner of just attention not solving human problems and society is a way to downgrade those who got leadership as attention seekers and upgrade those who got it because of the human problems that they solve sure. so firstly today if you are in high school or your university ask yourself this question what human problem am i solving in the education sector in the governance sector in the tourism sector in the agricultural sector in fashion in in, in healthcare, in any other that's number one and then number two, there, 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 is, there, is, there, is, there is also something very important yeah. that identifying a problem is not enough. You need to take an action. Mm -hmm. And when I mean taking action, to study and actually understand how is this problem at your school, also within the community that you live in. And prepare yourself by not fixing your mind to what's happening in school. Great leaders, aspirants, they expose themselves to what's happening in the world. Yeah. And then the third thing is now within that school, now find something you can do aligned to that particular problem. For example, some of you are in university. Make sure your research paper is connected to that challenge. Because one of the problems you have in university is this. A person is given an opportunity to write a dissertation, that book they write when they're about to graduate. Mm -hmm. A person writes a lot of just rubbish there to finish and graduate. And they write things like, causes of unemployment in Africa. Why? Because they know they can go on chat GPT and find the answers and fill that book and submit. It looks nice and good because you submit on time. The point is not submitting for those who want to be leaders. Me, when I was at university, I did a research on bridging the gap between education and economic development in developing countries. And I created a product called Youth Leadership Lab for university students. Just after graduation, people were more interested in getting my insights and what I had built 
and they could give me the leadership position. So most of the time at school, you realize even assignments, we do them just for the sake of finishing and for the sake of marks. So at school also, there are clubs. We talked about this in first episode. Find clubs aligned to what you are doing. Join them. Take leadership responsibilities there. Even in school, if they give you a position to be a prefect or a minister of God, president or whatsoever, have an agenda aligned to the problem you are passionate about. That is important. Why? It gives you a platform to fail. It gives you deeper insights about what you care about. It gives you an opportunity to lead a small group of people and hear the expectations of people. It, it, it also sharpens you. When I was at, at school, I remember I did a research in university when I was in high school. I joined the junior parliament of Zimbabwe. I was a head boy in school. And most of the things I do now, I learned and felt about them seven years ago when I was just a high school student. So that is very, very important uh, in preparing yourself. Nice. We have learned a lot from you, Chikomo. Um, within like everything that you've said uh, about leadership, about education. So we appreciate you for joining us today. We are honored. And uh, if there's anything I may have forgotten to ask about leadership, you're free to mention it. And yeah, <laughs> I think you've asked everything. <laughs> uh, you've covered everything. Okay. Awesome. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, until next time, ciao. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, keep pursuing your dreams, embracing new opportunities, and never stop investing in yourself. Together, let's make your career aspirations a reality.